guys and welcome to the Inner Woman Wellness Podcast. This is the Instagram live session that I did with Kat Armour, also known as the Hormone Fairy. This is where we discussed all things menopause, holistic healing and women's health in general. So please, if you like it, hit subscribe, write a review, share with your friends and I hope you enjoy. Yay! Hi! Hi! Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? Have a yeah. good week? Yeah, really good. Busy, but good. it's keep, keeping me occupied. How about you? Yeah, really good. Busy week with clients. and Amazing. Yeah. Um, so how I want to start tonight, it'd be really good for our viewers um, just to give an overview of yourself, the hormone fairy, um, and kind of an intro into what you do and how you got to where you are. Yeah, oh, hi everyone. Um, thank you, Georgia, for having me here and for what you're doing with women. I think it's amazing. So I'm Kat. I'm known as the Hormone Fairy and I got into natural medicine um, 20 odd, 22 years ago now when I had my daughter and was failed, you know, failed by the GP practice. So I got into using natural medicine, um, in particular homeopathy. And then later I went on to retrain and then the last few years trained more in the menopause as I started seeing my own symptoms at age 39 and really didn't have a clue what was going on, even though I'm trained in it, just didn't think that it would be affecting me that young really. So that's why I've sort of got more specialist into helping women going through the perimenopause years with natural medicine, nutrition and lifestyle changes amazing um and so i guess jumping straight in so last week we had we had a few questions sent through to us for you so i, would, I would just want to run through them and then if any of our viewers want to add in anything then they can just jump and pick it up if that's okay yeah um so obviously you've been you have a lot of women that come to you who have just had enough of medicine and just don't really know where to begin I know I have a lot of women in my life who just have it just I I'm so glad I'm not a menopause I, I deal with periods bad enough but menopause <laughs> I tell. um and I think there's just such a lack of understanding um from women from doctors of different options out there um so what's the most common issue that you get asked about when people come and see you the, the biggest thing is actually just feeling completely confused. Most of it, I would say, is actually emotional. So not feeling themselves. All of a sudden, they've lost their confidence, feeling more anxious, mood swings, bursting into tears for no reason. I would say that is the biggest thing. It's almost like a loss of control mm. and struggling. And then alongside sort of physical symptoms. Um, and they vary with some women. So some women will get more physical symptoms. But I would say the emotional side of things is the biggest issue for most women because that's the thing it can just it just causes havoc on everyone's just life in general doesn't it it's just it's just that's what i can't compute is the fact that it still feels that so many women are just kind of stumbling their way through it and it has such a massive effect yeah. that's what just absolutely i think that's the that's the issue is most women sort of in their 40s don't realize that they're starting to <laughs> you know, the hormones are going all over the place and they don't actually realise what's going on. And there is that lack of understanding, lack of education. Mm. Do, you, do you have people that have kind of, they've had people in their life say, oh, you might be menopause, or do you have a lot of people that have kind of become 
swear and refer themselves like or does someone point it out i would say most women refer themselves i would say for most women there's a lot of women in denial Mm -hmm. that you know maybe their friends especially if they're younger or their friends may not want to talk about it some for some women it's still a bit of a taboo subject mm -hmm. and they don't want to talk about it so quite a few women feel isolated that they've got no one else to talk to um, about what's going on and then if they've got a partner or some of their friends they might just think they're going mad a lot of women say to me I think I'm going mad mm. yeah I think that's the thing um Marie says this, this was me, she thought for it because she didn't want to be fobbed off of HRT or antidepressants. Um, yeah. And I think I think that leads on, like what is your thought about um, HRT and doctors trying to prescribe antidepressants just off the bat and not really investigating what's actually needed? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an expert in HRT. Obviously I've sort of trained in it and studied it, but I'm not an expert in HRT. So there is definitely, there is a place for medicine um some people you know some women swear by hrt um and that's absolutely fine but i see women who want to go the natural approach i think the issue is that so many women go to the gp surgery and they're given like 10 minutes maximum um quite often the doctors are that they see are not trained in the menopause or don't have enough menopause training so they may have 10 minutes 20 minutes if they're lucky and the options that seem to be given to women are number one antidepressant first of all if you're feeling low mm. sad moody um hrt but some doctors don't even do hormone testing blood tests before they give hrt um, and then the other option is the coil so many women are you know given the coil even though they are you know they have no they're not looking to prevent pregnancies or anything but they are offered the pill as a hormone solution so I just think there needs to be more education maybe a, some doctor surgeries do have a specialist in the or a GP who's more trained in menopause um, and then you know so many women if they want to go natural or go for a more natural form of HRT then they have to go private which is really sad so mm. I just feel there needs to be maybe doctor surgeries should you know, outsource, maybe they could do talks in their waiting room and allow other specialists in to talk about what other options are available and let women have a choice. I think that's what's needed. Yeah, but I think, and kind of present them with all different options they can make themselves, I guess. And and I think, is that is that what you would say, that's the way forward to improve women's health and like the awareness around it and is kind of bring specialists and look to them really? Yeah, I feel so. Um, to have specialists, whether that's, you know, somebody that is more specialist in the HRT medical side or a gynecologist, or, you know, there are doctors that specialise, like I say, in the bio-identical or the body-identical HRTs, but then, you know, bring in alternative therapists, you know, whether it's CBT, someone like myself that does nutrition, homeopathy, um, hypnotherapy, there are so many things that women can do, mm. and if they just understood other things and we're given that option and it would you know it would actually benefit women mm. they'd have a better understanding they'd be healthier and it would also ease that burden on the nhs mm. I, I i've listened to a really um interesting um video the other day and it was it was about talking about um hrt bioidentical body identical and i didn't know the difference between any of it because i that i'm not in that realm of my life but it was fascinating and then they were basically saying that's a problem like menopause they used to in the victorian times used to just put women in like asylums when they hit it because they didn't know what to do they were just it, yeah 
and now we're living longer that instead of just having this one size fits all we need to actually look deeper because women are women are living 30 years after they've gone through the menopause and to have 30 years of just brain fog and shouting at everyone is uh, <laughs> not the way to go not ideal is it <laughs> um so so you're so you're into um the holistic way and life so do you just want to tell us a bit about how you kind of approach things and what your kind of practice is yeah well, i have different different ways um that i work so Firstly, for me, when I see a client, I actually see them the first time for at least an hour and we go through physical and emotional symptoms. I think so many women don't feel understood. They don't feel heard. So actually just giving them that time to discuss whatever's going on, whether, you know, it's an emotional issue. It could be around work stress. It could be marriage, relationship stress. It could be grief from losing a loved one. Um, so then all that comes on top of all these hormones going all over the place and all these physical symptoms. So giving women a whole hour to just discuss absolutely everything that's going on in their life. So that then I can work out, you know, some women have hormone testing with me. I do the Dutch test, which is a urine test done over 24 hours. And then we can really look at what's going on with the hormones and various you know, levels in the body, checking that they've got the right minerals if they need to take any supplements. And then I would look at giving homeopathic remedies, which are natural, herbal remedies, again, completely natural, looking at nutritional supplements. Changes in diet is really important. So getting the gut and the liver healthy can, you know, kickstart. That's a massive kickstart for any woman that's struggling. And then just lifestyle changes. So putting in, you know, the right type of exercise for how you're feeling. Um, you know, maybe trying some meditation, adding in more gentle exercise. Can help too so it's a real combined approach that looks at every area mm -hmm. perfect um, and do you do you practice reiki as well yeah i do um i do reiki and crystal healing um i use it more for a relaxation or a pain um pain relief with some of my clients um obviously that's just the ones that come like that live locally and come face to face but it can just help to bring things into balance mm. Definitely. I think, I think we all need a bit of balance. Yeah. Go, go, go. Um, and so one of the questions that we did get is, is there a natural um, estrogen supplement at all? There are supplements um, that are, you know, that are more phytoestrogen. So they're plant-based estrogens. I would say, you know, I find so many women go to a chemist or they'll Google something and I get women come to me or they'll be on online when they're working with me and they're showing me this big array of supplements in their cupboard, which is fabulous that they're trying. But sometimes, you know, if you don't know what's going on with your estrogen, then maybe sometimes taking estrogen or a supplement that's high in estrogen oil can help your estrogen levels, maybe the wrong thing for you. So you can do it naturally, um, adding in more phytoestrogen rich foods, which almost mimics estrogen in your body. So things like flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, tofu, um, carrots, sweet potato are really great, chickpeas. So it's looking at, you know, trying to include a varied diet and maybe have a few days looking at some vegan. I wouldn't, you know, some women that are vegan find massive benefits in menopause, but just adding in a couple of days of eating more vegan friendly food can really help yeah that's that's oh, that's definitely helped endometriosis like massively but I think that's that's the other thing like which i also relate to massively i 
trying to help myself holistically and I read all these things about different supplements and stuff. But it's so hard to know when you don't know what you're beginning with. So would you suggest having a hormone test just to see what those levels are, see what your yeah. Oh yeah, I would say ideally have a hormone test. Um, doctors are reluctant to do hormone testing on some women. And you know, hormone testing, your hormones fluctuate every minute of the day. So sometimes with the, doc the doctor's test, you're just doing like, it's a snapshot of your hormones at that particular time that you went to the GP and had the blood test. So it may be inaccurate or doctor comes back and says your levels are normal. So doing other forms of hormone testing is really beneficial but or speaking to somebody that's actually qualified and that can look at your symptoms and say we'll take these supplements or add in these foods rather than just buying something off the shelf that may not be doing you any favors yeah i think that i think that's the thing and that's what i've kind of, i've kind of stopped buying loads of supplements like i actually don't know if i'm doing any damage or i'm helping or i just don't really know um Actually, Marisha said shopping for seeds. She never knew that. Yeah. I found a fact out today that seeds in their form are 30% more um, nutritional than like the vegetable, fruit and veg that they are. Yeah. Like 30% that's massive. Yeah. yeah. I'm really intrigued by that. And the other thing that really intrigued me on your um, Instagram of day, you had this amazing box of vitamins like can you tell us a bit more oh about that was the um this was it this one yeah that. yeah so it's actually it's a homeopathy box so it's homeopathic remedies they're completely natural um and this box it comes with like 38 different remedies just to show you and they're tiny like little white sugar pills but they each contain different things so this box is amazing. It comes with instructions of how to take them and what the remedies are good for. It's got everything in this. So whether it's period pain through to, there's a great remedy, Nux Vomica for hangovers for any women that struggle. And I see more clients in their forties and fifties that alcohol just doesn't suit them. Um, so Nux Vomica, there's remedies for sunstroke, coughs, colds, viruses. Are we there? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. So yeah. So 48 remedies and it deals with anything. Constipation, diarrhea. You can give them to your children, your partner. Amazing. It's Do you really mind useful. that? Because I'll, I'll put it on the, um, I'll put it on my social and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll drop you a message. Yeah. So I, yeah. They're really useful. That's like, that's like life in a box. Yeah. It? Yeah. It's like your own first aid box and I take mine on holiday, pack it in my suitcase. <laughs> and I take it everywhere and my kids are so well used you know my kids are older now but they've been since they were younger just dipping into the box and helping themselves whenever they've got an issue that's amazing because I saw you I saw you say that you woke up and you felt achy and you're really struggling um and then you then you opened up your little box of goodies yeah, and it got <laughs> yeah yeah so I had backache and there's so many women struggling working from home sitting in your dining room chair getting back pain and sciatic yeah. nerve pain and there's some remedies in there that for pain relief that are really useful oh amazing i need that my back's absolutely buggered um so some of the ladies have been saying on the comments that they've gone for blood tests and it's come back normal and they keep going back and getting the same results really frustrating like what's the next step if you are, if you are going to a gp like that how what would you suggest I would, if you can afford it, look at um, alternative types of testing. So you could go and see a, you know, someone like myself or a private GP that can do different types of testing. Um, 
or see, really see somebody that can go through your symptoms and offer advice because that's the problem with a snapshot on a blood test and the, the ranges on blood tests are so wide that so many people have them and just don't get the answers they need. Sure. So just understanding what's going on with your estrogen, your progesterone, how it's metabolizing, your testosterone levels, it's all really important. Your stress levels is really vital in your 40s and 50s too. Yeah, I think stress is just... Stress it's stress and sugar, I swear. It's just like a joke, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so another question we've got to ask is, how does menopause affect um, fat loss? Okay, so... Naturally, as we age, um, it becomes harder to lose weight. Your metabolism, your metabolism starts to slow down as um, we lose muscle mass. So muscle helps us to burn more calories and we start to lose that. Um, and then also estrogen levels fluctuating. But you know, when estrogen starts to drop, it can redistribute the fat in your body into so that's why more women start to hold fat around their tummy and also it's stress levels as well so as the stress increases many women we're all running around like mad things and constantly running on adrenaline and cortisol as stress hormones and if we're not using that up properly then it can get stored as body fat so it makes it harder to lose weight so it's really important to start thinking about your gut health your liver health and reducing stress levels is the the key mm. and i think i think that's the thing so many people aren't aware of is just how important the gut is as an infrastructure like that has so that just is connected to everything within you and liver as well it's just and i feel like so many people i know i'm certainly the same you kind of bash your body over and over again you eat all the rubbish you go out drinking you don't sleep all of these things just cause so much stress in our gut and I feel like I feel everyone should just be taught it more in school and in life there should just be like a big big class on gut health because it just impacts yeah. everything it, has it does health. yeah even our immune system and that's the thing you know we're just gone through for those of us in the UK or the rest all the whole world's just gone through this big pandemic uh, yet if we started to look at gut health and just educate people, and I'm not saying be a complete saint because we've all got to live and we all do want to have a bit of alcohol or we want to eat that chocolate bar and that's okay. But if we can get our gut as healthy as possible, we're going to help our immune system and then we're going to lower the chances of catching these viruses, pandemics, you know, going. So it's interesting, isn't it, how, you know, McDonald's is opened up, but... Um, that's not going to help our immune system or our, our health as women. So a little right. bit more education would be fantastic. Yeah. And also kind of feel like on a higher level, I mean, it's, I could go deeper to conspiracy theory about like fast food and the government caught up in it and how they should be kind of taxed and have to pay or penalty or something. Cause the amount of, sh I think, I think it's just, a disgrace that we're opened up to so much of it and we trust these people and anyway that's, that's, a whole <laughs> that's another episode <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I think so obviously there's so many symptoms that women have through menopause and it is from so I've heard that different people get put onto um estrogen pills and it doesn't agree with them it upsets their stomach they have real digestive issues um they're different like kind of having no motivation anxiety to no interest in what they normally do 
of sweat, dizziness, mouth sores. I mean, the whole host of symptoms that I got sent, I was just horrified and never, ever want to grow old. <laughs> um, but the, good thing, the good thing is you're going to go in educated, so you'll actually be okay. You'll have sorted your body out by the time you get to your 40s and 50s and you'll probably I, sail through it. I, I bloody hope so. <laughs> I, feel, I, I genuinely feel for you guys so much like it's it's so difficult and yeah, i'm like you've got if you've got families and stuff like it's it's just a lot and i take my house to all of you for battling through um and what would you say to the to, um the women who are suffering from the symptoms would you just advise learning more or kind of seeing what's out there or what would you what would you yeah i would say obviously learn as much as you can decide whether you do if you want to go a more natural approach then there's so many things you can do so obviously on instagram there's quite a few women out there promoting services like i do so do your research find and also find somebody if you know you can work with who will give you some of their time um, and work with you depending on what your symptoms are give you some solutions or maybe put you onto a program so obviously it depends on what you want to do what your budget is but just do research and be open to looking at alternatives that's the biggest mm, and is that okay you'd suggest for people to start just do research learn the body really yeah so you know what most women and they need to go back to actually learning what their hormones are because the education that you know my generation probably yours as well even though you're a lot younger than me but what we what we were taught in school was you know very basic that you know your period will come and it might come you know once a month basically and how to prevent yourself from getting pregnant but did anyone really tell you what estrogen does when when progesterone goes into your body at what stage of your period so so that you can understand why during a normal cycle you're moody or you're bloating or you're tired and understanding your hormones first of all understanding your period cycle for those that still are having periods and listening to your body so finding out the certain times of the month where really you shouldn't be doing high impact aerobics classes or spinning classes and you should be doing more relaxation so it's un i would say go back to actually understanding your periods for those that are still having you know periods and then you can work out what's going on and why they're irregular and understand more about whether you've got low estrogen high estrogen progesterone issues things like that yeah and i think i think that's for me i'm obviously going deep into my journey learning and the books i've read that like break down the hormones and just the body system i'm like i didn't get taught this at all in school like not even at the level and i was shocked the amount of march like the amount that I just didn't know and nothing goes on your body and it's just a travesty like it is because it, it robs women of the of the like knowledge that they should just have because it's it's their body it's what they um but honestly I just think I think like me going through my stuff obviously I've learned so much more to listen to my body and I think as women we need to just we have this kind of idea that we've got to work a full-time job a family then we're gonna hit the gym five times a week and we're going to train hard and if we don't we beat ourselves up if we don't do our to-do list we beat ourselves up and i think what i'm kind of seeing through all the different people i'm talking to and the things i'm listening to self-love and yeah 
much that can help women and their health is yeah. just break and listening to your body it's starting almost being a little bit selfish as women we give 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 and it's going back to you know think when you go on an airplane and they do the safety announcement the air hostess or whoever it is always says put your own oxygen mask on before you help those around you and it's true we as women we help everyone else our friends family partners the dog and the cat come before our own needs and it's we need to start looking after ourselves and putting ourselves first being a little being selfish a little bit selfish actually does you the world of good exactly no completely um so for those that are joining got any other questions that you'd ask Kat at all whilst we're here see if anyone's typing away i'm sure marie will she's she's a chatty one that one yeah we give so much to everyone else but Themselves. it's it's so true and that's what's it's it's kind of what society's put on us as well which is is the hard thing yeah is. and that's the thing do see so many women 40s and 50s they almost get a bit resentful so women come to me and they're almost saying that you know they're a little bit resentful or that they're having to go to work then they're having to come home and it's almost still it's sad but they're still expected to be the ones that cook the dinner that clean the house and look after the kids and so many women are getting resentful at their partners yeah. kids, and and it's just because all the hormone levels and everything and just had enough get to 40 yeah. 50 and you think excuse me i am here my mum definitely went through that <laughs> but it's but it's the fact that like it's also the fact of like because it's not taught on a wider level so for your kids to know for your partner to know for that understanding unless they're open to learning it's it's really hard going through something when um, they're not willing to investigate and learn with you and yeah i think they are menopause is i think it came i think it's coming i don't know if it's coming now or whether it's you know next seat next year um that menopause is going to be part of that um curriculum brain force kicking in so it is going to be part of the curriculum but again how much are they going to teach we didn't learn much about periods so mm. again maybe they need somebody an expert to go into schools rather than just a school teacher talking about what's written in a book so i think that's really important and then men i do find some men are starting to listen to or read stuff but also there are so many men i've got friends that go when i tell them what i do or they go oh yeah the woman in the office she's constantly putting the heating on turning off open the window taking the clothes it's just a lot they're almost still laughing at it and that's um, yeah and many women that's the other thing women in their job all of a sudden get anxious over something you know it could be bookkeeping and or accounts and they do it every single day for the last 20 30 years and then all of a sudden they just they're tired, they brain fogs kicking in, um, and they're worried, you know, what, you know, that their boss might think they're underperforming. I have had clients that have been put on, put on performance management and they're like early fifties. And some women have left their jobs because, because of the pressure. And it just should never get like that. Like that's, that, that's the, that's the heartbreaking thing about it. Never get to that point that women feeling they have to, quit their job and they can't there's no support for them like that's that's awful and um, janet's asked what can we do to memory down going down that road yeah. like, what can we do but i would actually go back to 
to what you were saying earlier, Georgia, the gut is the biggest thing. So the gut is actually seen as the second brain. So anyone that's struggling with brain fog, the good news is brain fog is temporary. It's, um, it's not dementia. I have had a client that has been, um, I've had a couple of clients actually, but one of them actually went for a brain scan because she thought she had dementia. Um, so there are supplements you can take, but it's very individual. So the first thing I would say is sort out the gut, uh, eat healthier, maybe do a gut cleanse um, just to bring your gut back into balance, take probiotics, feed that good bacteria. That will first help you um, help the brain because it is the, you know, the gut is the second brain. So it's really important to start healing that first. And I would say that for all menopause symptoms, start looking at your gut first. Okay, so that kind of, that kind of brings me on to my kind of final question would be your top three tips that you would give to women that are really struggling. Um, I'm guessing gut health, look at that is one. Yeah, gut health key. So start looking at your gut health, maybe add in a probiotic, try and cut out the crap. So sorry, ladies, you're not going to like me. Um, cut out ideally caffeine or coffee, at least reduce it. If you can't cut it out, reduce it, but maybe go a week or two weeks. If you can cut out as much crap as you can for a few weeks, that will really help. So cutting out the crap, cutting out sugar um, and all the unhealthy food, cutting out alcohol as much as possible, caffeine, adding in more vegetables. The things I said like phytoestrogen foods can really help some women. More green vegetables. Broccoli is fantastic for anyone that's got excess estrogen. It can help to flush it out your body. So make sure your gut's healthy. Um, going to the toilet regularly, that will help to get excess estrogen out your body. So that's the first thing to do. The other thing, if your gut's not healthy, you're not going to, if you're taking supplements, quite often the supplements won't get absorbed into your bloodstream. So that's why gut's number one issue. Um, number two, look at stress levels. So maybe get a piece of paper and actually write down, you know, how happy you are out of 10. So get a piece of paper, mark things out of 10. Look at your career. Is it a 0 out of 10 being really bad? 10 out of 10 being amazing. Look at your relationships, whether that's with your partner, husband, your relationships with your kids. Look at your relationships with your friends as well. Are they filling you with joy, making you excited? Or are, have you got friends that are dragging you down or maybe not being supportive? So look at your stress levels, maybe, you know, grief, um, Financial issues for some women uh, can really drag you down because if you're stressed, you're going to have more symptoms. It's going to be harder to lose weight. You're going to struggle to sleep. So stress is the second one to look at. Number three, I'd say drink more water. We don't drink enough water. Um, that's, that's one of the ones. If, you know, if you're dehydrated, again, you're not going to be, your gut's going to be more unhealthy. You're more likely to have brain fog, be tired. Your skin's going to look a bit dull. Um, so water's key. I think that's on water actually I've actually started incorporating this into my um morning routine I literally get up I sit up for two minutes in just silence like just with my thoughts because I guess we don't ever have that time um and then I have like this bowl of water and I drink all of that like before I even do anything else I drink that bottle of water and actually that's got me into a routine and just starts my day off so like so much better yeah um, and that's good for like any women that are struggling with night sweats have a glass of water by your bed room temperature water drink that glass of water because you'll be sweating the night and you're going to wake up dehydrated 
So, and anyone, even even yourself, George, at your age, we wake up dehydrated. So glass of water, bottle of water by the side of the bed is amazing. Um, and then first thing in the morning, rather than going for the coffee or the tea is, you know, warm water with some lemon in it. That will kickstart your digestive system, get it ready for the day. So that can help some women and, you know, helps your liver too, which is great for anyone that's menopausal. Um, yeah, because our liver's under more pressure as we start to get into the menopause years. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, my cat. And where can people find you um, for more information to connect with you? Yeah, so if you're, for those, obviously you're on Instagram, I'm at The Hormone Fairy. And my website is thehormonefairy.co.uk. That's all one word, thehormonefairy.co.uk. And then for anyone that needs a little bit more help, I've got a private Facebook group and you can connect with that through the Instagram link. Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you. It's been lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to everyone for watching and I'll go through some questions if I can answer them. I, I'll do that afterwards. Yeah. And thank you everyone for joining at the first Inner Woman Wellness Instagram Live. Um, I really appreciate all your support. Take care, guys. Thanks, Georgia. Thanks. Bye. Bye.